the following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph Lions College Basketball. Top of the key. He's going to be hammered. He's going to pull up for the three. Got it at the buzzer. He got it. This Mount St. Joseph College Basketball game is brought to you by The Wishbone on Delhi Avenue. Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, Ohio. Call 330-830-9760. Inner Blessings Christian Bookstore at 4002 Harrison Avenue. Murphy's Promotions. Call 330-464-1970. The Mount St. Joseph University. And by JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Mount St. Joseph University Basketball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the gymnasium for this game. From Marietta College at Van Johnson Arena. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along this afternoon on Ultimate Sports Talk as we bring you men's college basketball today. And it is the Great Lakes Invitational here at Marietta College, where this afternoon in game number one of a four-game set today and tomorrow, it will be the Mount St. Joseph Lions 20-7. and in the 2016-17 regular season a year ago, 14-4 and in the Heartland Conference, opening up their season against the Wittenberg Tigers, the traditionally perennial national championship contender. The Tigers finished 18-9 and a year ago and 11-7 and in the North Coast Athletic Conference. You've got a school from the OAC, a school from the NCAC, and a school from the HCAC participating in these games here this afternoon. Of course, Marietta hosting this classic getting underway, which is got all of the schools with 500 records or better. And this one should be a very, very good classic to watch over the next two days here at Marietta College. For Mount St. Joseph, they're opening up the season after a year in which they finished with the most wins in a single season in school history. They had 20 a year ago. And Mount St. Joseph in the D3 Hoops National 25 poll finished up at number 22 in the country. That was their first top 25 ranking in the program history. Last year, Toby Kerrigan's team started out at 7-1. and one. They had, during the season, two five-game winning streaks and one four-game winning streak, and they did not lose two straight the entire season. Kerrigan, who will be our guest here at the pregame show coming up in just a few minutes, has built a program here at the Mount that anyone would be proud of. They have won consecutive regular season Heartland Conference championships in the 14-15 and 15-16 seasons. That was the first time they had done that since the program began in 1998. Mount St. Joseph also took home the Heartland Conference Tournament Championship in 2016. That earned the Lions their first NCAA tournament berth in the program history. The last four years have been the most successful in the basketball history, averaging over 18 wins per year and totaling 74 wins since 2013. In the preseason coaches poll this year, the Lions were finished to pick to finish second behind defending Heartland Conference regular season and tournament champion Hanover College. Hanover finished first last year. They're picked to finish first this year. Mount St. Joseph picked to finish second. Then the coaches and 
the conference, picked Transylvania to finish third, Rose Holman fourth, Anderson, Manchester, Defiance, Franklin, Bluffton, and Earlham were the rest of the conference teams in the order that they were picked by the coaches. First year all Hartley Conference performer Andrew Finley from Walnut Hills High School in Cincinnati and his 16.3 points per ball game lead the Lions offense that is returning its top five scores from a year ago. This one's going to be a very entertaining ball game between two ball clubs that were very successful a year ago. But this isn't the only game here this afternoon. At 4 o'clock after this one, Birmingham Southern at 14-14 and 14 on the year a year ago will take on St. John Fisher. They were 23-6. and six. At 6 o'clock tonight, St. Thomas, 19-8, and eight, will play Dickinson. They were 16-11. and 11. Tomorrow, the Lions will be playing Dickinson right back here at the Ban Johnson Arena at around 5.30. At 8 o'clock tonight, the final game of the day shows Marietta, 26-5. and five. They're ranked 7th in the D3 Hoops rankings nationally this week, taking on Hope, and Hope is always good. They, are, they finished up 23-7 and seven a year ago. Tomorrow at 1 o'clock, Wittenberg will come back, and they'll take on Birmingham Southern. Around 3 o'clock, Hope will play St. John Fisher. Around 5.30, Mount St. Joseph will play Dickinson. We'll have that game on the air for you tomorrow. And at 7 o'clock, Marietta will play St. Thomas. As far as the Tigers are concerned, well, they've won two national titles in 1961 and in 1977. They've been to the NCAA Division III Final Four seven times. They've achieved 27 NCAA tournament bids, 30 conference titles, not only in the NCAC but also the OAC, 51 NCAA Division III wins. That's the most of all time. And they have accomplished 1,701 wins as a school over their 104-year basketball history. That is the most in NCAA Division III history. Witt has high expectations this year also. They have nine players from a year ago, including 6'6", 225-pound freshman James Johnson, who played at Roger Bacon in Cincinnati. The Tigers return experience in the front court. They've got the senior center, Chad Roy, whom their head coach, Matt Croce, calls the best post player in the NCAC, and Chris Sloniker, along with sophomore Connor Seifel. The trio of sophomores of Michael Morgan Jr., Jacob Bertems, and Jordan Pomeroy return to the Tigers' backcourt as key players this year. Now, the Tigers were finished were picked to finish third in the NCAC preseason rankings by the league's coaches. Last year, to finish up the year, they rattled off seven straight wins from January 21st through February 11th, and that earned them a spot in the NCAA tournament. The Tigers, they dispatched Hiram in the opening game of the tournament, the quarterfinals, 90-44, to before falling to Ohio Wesleyan, 77-68 in the semifinals. The last meeting between these two ball clubs, there's been only one. And that was back on December 30th. It was a Tuesday night, 2008, at the Charles B. Zimmerman Memorial Classic at Wittenberg. And in that ball game, Witt defeated the Lions 82-75. to Wittenberg wrote a 50-point second half in that ball game. They were led by Chris Sullivan's 19 points to pick up the consolation game win over the Lions. Mount St. Joseph shot 48% from the floor in the contest, including an identical mark from behind the arc. Mitchell Goldschmidt hit four triples and accumulated 14 points on the afternoon. Travis Huffman, Kyle McCord, they finished in double figures, each with 10 points. But 
that was almost 10 years ago, and today it's a different story, different team, even different coaches. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back to talk about what else is happening around the area in college basketball today and tomorrow. We'll talk with head coach Toby Kerrigan and the tip-off of this afternoon's ballgame from the Van Johnson Arena on the campus of Marietta College. We'll do all that when we return right after this timeout. As the executive producer of the documentary film The Seaward, I've learned the importance of breakthrough approaches to treating cancer. A breakthrough is the start of something extraordinary. To be breakthrough is to be brave. Many small breakthroughs can lead inevitably to a big breakthrough. The kinds of breakthroughs that advance the fight against cancer. The ones that save lives by the millions. You are the breakthrough. You the patients taking part in clinical trials. You the scientists doing next level research to beat cancer. You the doctors and nurses who tirelessly care for everyone along the way. Defeating cancer takes breakthroughs. Let's be the breakthrough. Talk to your doctor about screenings, medical trials, and especially prevention. Stand up to cancer. Saturday evening, the Great Lakes Invitational continues from Marietta College. Tomorrow, the Mount St. Joseph Lions take to the floor to face off with Dickinson. The Red Devils were 16-11 and 11 one year ago, losing in the championship game of the Cardinal Conference. This is Dave Mitchell. These two teams are facing off for the first time, and you can join me Saturday as we bring you all the action on UltimateSportsTalk.com. The tip-off is scheduled for 5.30 from the Van Johnson Arena. Pre-game begins at 5.00. Mount St. Joseph plays Dickinson at 5.30 Saturday, and you can catch all the action on UltimateSportsTalk.com. And, of course, as we said, you can hear that game tomorrow afternoon around 5.30 with the tip-off of that ball game. Well, the women's basketball team defeated Wright-Patterson Air Force Base from Mount St. Joseph. The Lions ended up winning their ball game on Wednesday night, 70-42. The Lions are now 2-0 on the year, 11 Lions scored in that game, led by freshman Nave Wynn with 12. Laney Studer had 11, and Maddie Haberthy added 10. The Lions are next going to play on Tuesday night. That game will tip off at 5 o'clock at the Harrington Center. That will begin at 5 o'clock against Denison. And elsewhere in women's basketball, Wednesday night, Hanover defeated Spalding 83-39. It was trying, beating up on Defiance 94-78, and Albion beat up on Anderson 76-34. Today in women's basketball, actually tonight around 5 o'clock in the Hope College Tournament, Rose Hallman is playing Finlandia. Bluffton will be playing Ohio Northern in Chicago at the center. At, that will be at 7 o'clock. And Ohio Wesleyan will play Manchester in the Main View Tip-Off Classic. That's at 7 o'clock tonight also. Tomorrow in women's basketball at 1 p.m. at the Nan Nichols Classic at Worcester, Ohio. Earlham will play Denison. Sewanee will play Anderson. And that will be at the Lee's Famous Recipe and the Hampton Inn Classic at Dandel, Kentucky. Man, some of these classics and tournaments, they've got all sorts of different kind of names. At 2 p.m., Defiance will be playing at Albion. It is Bluffton in Chicago, and that's in the North Park University. Rose Holman will play, take on the winner of the Hope Heidelberg game. That's in the Hope College Tournament. And at the Main View Tip-Off Tournament, Manchester is playing there. In Wednesday night basketball action, it was DePaul beating up on Franklin 90-72. Kenyon beat Earlham 95-81. Transylvania had their way with Greenville 130-98. It was Defiance over Ohio Midwestern 103-77. 
and Elmhurst edged Manchester in a night of everybody winning easily. Elmhurst, a six-point victory over Manchester, 80-74. to Elsewhere around the area tonight, at 5 o'clock, Kalamazoo is playing Manchester. That's at Anderson. At 5.30, Kent State Tuscarawas is playing Hanover in the Jim Connor Classic at the Thomas Moore College. At 6 p.m., Bluffton is playing Roanoke in the Dick Leftwich Tournament. At 7.30 tonight, Anderson is hosting Adrian. At 8 p.m. this evening, Trinity, Texas is coming to Rose-Holman to take on the Engineers. Tomorrow at 2 p.m., Otterbein will play Hanover in the Jim Connor Classic at Thomas Moore. At 3 o'clock, Franciscan will play Erlen. That's at the Oberlin tip-off tournament. Kalamazoo plays Anderson. That's at 4 o'clock. And Rose-Hulman will play at Chicago in the Midway Classic. At 5.30, Adrian plays Manchester. At 7 p.m., Defiance is playing Olivet. And Franklin will take on Cornell tomorrow night at 7 o'clock also. In Sunday's basketball action, just one game, Earlham will take on Oberlin. That's in the Oberlin tip-off tournament. We're about 14 minutes away from the tip-off of this afternoon's opening game of not only the Great Lakes Invitational, but the college basketball season for Mount St. Joseph. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with more right after this timeout. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said, you are the picture of health? You look healthy, you feel fine. But that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps, so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus... Screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And the shot drops. Exclusive access. Premium tickets, travel and hospitality, all from one source. Take your experience to VIP level with the NCAA experience. The 2018 NCAA Final Four. It's the three. March 31st and April 2nd at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP today. Well, both teams out on the floor warming up here at the Ban Johnson Arena. Ban Johnson, this arena was named after him because he not only was he a graduate of Marietta College, but he was also a former Major League Baseball commissioner. So that's an interesting tidbit based upon this arena here tonight. It's an old-fashioned arena. It's got the lower and the upper levels on the opposite side along with the mezzanine over at the one baseline here. But it's got that old-fashioned feel, and that's what we're going to be playing in here this afternoon at the beginning of this four-game outing in this Great Lakes invitation. Wittenberg, 18-9 a year ago. They were 11-7 in the North Coast Athletic Conference. Their head coach, Matt Croce, he's in his second year. They were 9-4 at home, 8-5 on the road, and they were 1-0 on neutral floors. They've got nine new players coming into their program, including 
a 6'6", 225-pound freshman in James Johnson, who played at Roger Bacon, and a lot of our listeners remember him from the Spartans a year ago. He is going to be getting the start here today. So Johnson is actually stepping out of high school and into the college ranks, and he will start this afternoon's ballgame for the Tigers. Their returning experience in the front court, though, was seniors Chad Roy, whom Croce said is the best post player in the NCAC, and you're going to hear Toby Kerrigan talk about him in just a few moments. And Chris Sloniker, along with sophomore Connor Seifel, but those two are going to be coming off the bench here today. The trio of sophomores and Michael Morgan Jr., Jacob Bertems, and Jordan Pumroy are returning to the Tigers' backcourt as key players. Croce talks about his team and says the Tigers are going from being a veteran team with a lot of game experience to a young team with a lot to prove, and he's looking forward to this first game to find out just what his team has to prove. Tomorrow they're going to be playing again at 1 o'clock against Birmingham Southern. Last year they averaged 70 points per game, and they gave up 62.3 points per game. Mount St. Joseph won 20 games a year ago, lost 7. They went 14-4 and in the HCAC. And under head coach Toby Kerrigan, they have got, in his seventh year, he's got 90 career wins and 68 defeats. They finished with the most wins in a single season in school history and in the D3 Hoops National Top 25 poll. At the end of the year, they were at number 22, first time they've been nationally ranked. The Lions are 54-18 and 18 over the last four seasons with a 750 winning percentage. That's the winningest stretch in the 19-year history of this program. First-team All-HCAC performer Andrew Finley is back, averaging 16 points a game a year ago, and he's going to lead the Lions offense that's returning their top five scorers from a year ago. Jordan Henry was the freshman of the year in the conference a year ago. Adam Getz is back, along with three-year starter Eric Edwards, also from Roger Bacon, and Tyler Mano. So what does the coach think? Well, we had a chance to talk with Coach Kerrigan before this afternoon's game. Toby, before this afternoon's ball game, another basketball season. Are you as excited about this one as some of the seasons in the past or more excited? Say the excitement level for me doesn't change a whole lot. We're, yeah. we're excited about getting started again. Although we've got a lot of guys returning, it's still it's new every year. It's different trying to mix new guys in. And um, But we're excited about you know having a lot of guys back who, who've played a lot of minutes for us. You've got, as you said, a lot of guys coming back. Has that elevated the level of the, the coaching that you can do with this team and take it to a different level? Actually, you know what? It does the, kind of the opposite. You don't have to do as much coaching because they coach themselves, and it's nice in practice when the older guys are coaching up the young guys and telling them how to do things. And so when you have that uh, that level of experience where your players, you know, it's always a lot different when it comes from your peer than, than from your coach. And so that's been great. And, and yeah, we, we've been able to maybe put some more stuff in quicker because guys know what's going on. Um, so it's been it's been really good. How's the leadership level been? Obviously pretty good, I would say. Yeah, it's been it's been good. It's been good. You know, like I said, when your old guys are teaching young guys how to do things, that's always a positive. Have you been able to accomplish what you've wanted to during the scrimmages prior to this game? I think so. Uh, obviously, Bellerman was good for us because they played at such a pace offensively. Um, it was good for us to play against that, and it's helped us speed up what we try to do, which which makes you hard to guard. And, and of course, you know, 
with Wabash, they, they defend. They play in the same league with Wittenberg. Uh, they've, they've got good offensive players. So that, again, that was, that was great for us, too. So, yeah, I think so. You know, the two, the two games we've gotten in before today have, have helped us quite a bit. Your non-conference schedule, looking at it as a crusher, the first five or six ball games, you designed this schedule. What are you looking to achieve playing that hard of a schedule heading into the conference? Find out where we're at. Find out if we're good enough to compete, uh, not just at the conference level, but at the national level. Is that is that one of the goals that you got this year is national level? Well, I think that I mean that's our goal every year to try to compete at the at the highest level we can. So, you know, if if these guys that have been around that have have competed in the national tournament and won conference championships, and if if they want to do that again, you know, we, we need to figure out pretty quick where we're at and our non-conference schedule obviously does that for us. I asked you this at the media day. I'm going to ask you again. The expectations are so high for this ball club. And I asked you at that point in time, is there, do you try to level out those expectations? Or, and you said at the time you want to keep them high. Is that the same thoughts, thought process? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> as far as Wittenberg is concerned, they've got a couple of ball players. Balls are transferred in from Worcester. They've got Roy, whom their coach calls maybe one of the, the best D3 post players. What do you see in that kid, and how are you going to try to defend him today? He's big. Roy's big, and he's good. He's skilled, and, and uh, they, do a, they do a great job with him. And they've got good guards around him. You know, the, the guys, they lost a lot of guys, but they've got their bigs that are, I mean, all their bigs are back. And then the guards, like you said, balls are from uh, transferring from Worcester and a couple other guys and, and a couple freshmen that, that, that we know that are, are really good. So, yeah, I mean, we expect for them to throw it into 55 early and often. And so we're going to have to... You know, we're going to figure out how to, how to handle him. He's like, going to be bigger than us. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to be bigger than just about everybody. You glad to be starting out in a tournament like this? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, a couple years ago when Ryan approached me about it, I didn't hesitate. I was like, we're in, man. Sign us up. If you get it going, we'll do it. So uh, this, this is great, obviously, playing really good teams on a neutral court. It's always good, too. Yeah. Um, so, and and it, it's, got a, it's got a national tournament atmosphere to it. And so that's a great experience for our guys. Good luck today. Thank you. Well, when you take a look at this ball club, Roy, when he comes out, the kid is 6'10 in the ball coming in, and he's a senior. And he is definitely all of 6'10, and he's going to be able to maneuver his way in this ball game this afternoon for Witt. And that is exactly what Matt Croce is looking for as the head coach of the Tigers. We're about five minutes away from this afternoon's ball game. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with more. We'll take a look at the starting lineups at the tip-off. We'll do all that when we come back right after this timeout. As the executive producer of the documentary film The Seaward, I've learned the importance of breakthrough approaches to treating cancer. A breakthrough is the start of something extraordinary. To be breakthrough is to be brave. Many small breakthroughs can lead inevitably to a big breakthrough. The kinds of breakthroughs that advance the fight against cancer. The ones that save lives by the millions. You are the breakthrough. You the patients taking part in clinical trials. You the scientists doing next level research to beat cancer. You the doctors and nurses 
who tirelessly care for everyone along the way. Defeating cancer takes breakthroughs. Let's be the breakthrough. Talk to your doctor about screenings, medical trials, and especially prevention. Stand up to cancer. Kids fall in love with sports. Our universities are working every day to keep college sports safe. So you can watch them play with a little less worry and a little more joy. Well, Wittenberg is going to be the home team on the scoreboard here this afternoon, while the Mount, of course, will be the visiting team. We're about three minutes away from the tip-off. The keys for this afternoon's game... Well, when you look at this, for Witt, they've got to control the tempo. They do not want to get into a running game with the Lions here this afternoon. If they do, then they're going to have to play bigger defense than they anticipate. And, of course, they've got four new starters and nine new players heading into this afternoon's ballgame. Meanwhile, for the Lions, they've got to put on the defensive pressure and play like the mature team that they are. I know that's what Toby Kerrigan wants to have happen here today. He's talked about the leadership on this ball club in the pregame interview, and that's what he wants to show here this afternoon is the leadership that this team has got on the squad. They are a mature team, and he wants them to play like that this afternoon. And he wants them to control the glass. That is what Wittenberg wants them to do. Both teams need to control the glass. More than likely, when you look at this game, whoever controls the glass will probably come out to be the winner of this ball game here today. Great crowd here this afternoon at Marietta College at the Van Johnson Arena. We're probably about half full, but boy, for a Friday afternoon at 2 o'clock prior to the Thanksgiving holiday, nobody wants to take today off because they're definitely going to take next week off next Wednesday. So you look at this and you say, hey, maybe not a lot of people are going to be here, but... We're about half full here at the Van Johnson Arena. Wittenberg right now putting on a slam dunk competition down to the left of me. Especially Roy when he goes in. He's putting up some slam dunks here also. But James Johnson, the recruit from Roger Bacon. Boy, you can see why Roger Bacon fans were so happy for him when he ended up going to win. Let's take a look at the starting lineups for this afternoon's ballgame prior to the National Anthem. And for the visiting team on the scoreboard, the Mount St. Joseph Lions, they will go at the forward. Number 11, Eric Edwards. Edwards, a 6'3 senior. At the other forward will be a 6'1 sophomore, number 10, Adam Getz. In the middle, the 6'8 senior, Tyler Minot. Minot is number 40. Jordan Henry will be at one point. He is number 12. He's a 6-foot senior. And at the other guard will be number 20. That's Andrew Finley. He is a 5'9 senior. For head coach Toby Kerrigan in his seventh year, 90 wins against 68 losses in his seven years as head coach here at the Mount. And he is assisted by Justin Ray and Rich Morris. So once again for the Mount, it will be Edwards and Getz at the forwards, Mano in the middle, and Henry and Findlay will be at the guard position. For Wittenberg, they will start in the middle. Chad Roy, number 55. He is the 6'10 senior. At the forwards will be number 20, James Johnson, making his first start in his first college game. 
And he is a 6-6 forward from Roger Bacon. At the other forward will be Jacob Bertens, number 21. He's a six-foot sophomore. And in the backcourt will be number 15, Michael Morgan. He is a six-foot sophomore. And Mitchell Balzer, he's a transfer from Worcester, Ohio. He's a six-foot junior. He'll run the point. He's at number 12. So it's Roy in the middle, Johnson and Bertens at the forwards. Morgan and Balzer will be at the guard positions for Matt Grozzi in his second year as head coach of the Tigers, 18-9 and nine overall. He is assistant by Alan Watson, Nate Whale, and Pat Carmichael. Wittenberg, 18-9 on the year a year ago. They were 11-7 in the North Coast Athletic Conference. They lead this all-time get-together between these two. At 1-0, the last time they met was back in 2008. And now let's pause for our national anthem. Now they will introduce the starting lineups to the crowd here this afternoon. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along this afternoon on Ultimate Sports Talk as it is basketball time from the Ban Johnson Arena here on the campus of Marietta College. This is a great tournament lineup that they have got set for this classic. Four games today and then four games tomorrow here for the Pioneers as they host this one. Tomorrow's opponent, Dickinson, plays at 6 o'clock tonight. I know the team and I are going to come back and watch that ball game. But the headline game is Marietta and Hope, and that is going to be tonight around 8.30. Marietta is ranked 7th according to the D3 National Poll this week. And Hope, always a perennial tournament team. Wittenberg, as we said before we went into the National Anthem, 1-0 on the all-time series mark against the Lions. The last time these two teams played was in 2008. That was up at Wittenberg. They have never made the trek to Mount St. Joseph and played the Lions there. And in that ball game, Witt came away with an 82-75 to victory over the Lions. The Lions finished up their season a year ago, losing to Hanover in the 
championship game of the Heartland Conference by four points. And the Lions, well, they beat Hiram in the opening game of the NCAC tournament and then went to Ohio Wesleyan and lost there to the Bishops. Big time in that one. But they are looking for bigger things here today. Wittenberg is adorned in their home white uniforms with red numerals and trim. And for the Lions, they are in their dark blue road uniforms with white numerals and gold trim. The Lions will be going from left to right across your computer screen as they break the huddle with Edwards, Getz, Mano, Henry, and Finley coming out onto the floor. And for the Lions, it is Morgan, Balzer, Johnson, Bertems, and Roy. They have got four new starters in their lineup to begin this ball game. In the center circle is Edwards along with Roy, and Roy has got a 9-inch height advantage for this one. Your officials for today's game, Ricky J. Post, John Carter, and Justin Carr, and the ball is thrown up in the air, and boy, it was thrown way up in the air, and Roy came down with it up the floor. Johnson on the baseline, and Johnson, as Wittenberg controlled the tip, it went over his head and out of bounds, so Witt got the opening tip and also committed the opening turnover of the game, and the Lions have the basketball to start this one off. With it is Henry. Henry goes to Edwards to the left elbow. Back over on the right-hand side to Henry. Henry dribbles up to the free-throw line. Out front, Mano for the long three left side. No good. And the rebound chased down into the corner by Bertems. Bertems brings it up between the circles to the right side. Picked up by Edwards. Lions in a man-to-man defense. Over to Johnson. Back to Bertems. Right baseline to Roy. Right block. Put it up in front of Edwards. Laid it up and in. You're going to see a lot of Roy down on the low block today and he's got the first two of the ball game and the Tigers lead it two to nothing. 19-15 to go in the first quarter. Lions with the ball got the ball knocked away and out of bounds by Bertems and it will stay with the Lions. Henry will put the ball in play over on the far side and Ricky J. Post slam referee a lot of high school games over the last five years a couple of college games at the College of Worcester but He's got the opening game assignment here in this classic. Edwards with it at the right elbow. Gets it back out front. It goes to Finley, top of the key. Back to Edwards. Edwards clears it off to Getz. Getz right wing around a pick set by Edwards. Top of the key, back to Edwards, right baseline. Shot clock at three. Edwards forces it up off the iron, no good, and Bertens grabs the rebound. Bertens with two rebounds, brings it up on the point. Lost control of the dribble, and he's picked up immediately by Getz. Over on the left-hand side, Bertens gets the ball. To Balzer. Balzer back underneath the Roy left side, laid it up and in. Roy is going to be a monster to try to guard here this afternoon. He's got four, and it's four nothing with. Henry gets it off to Getz, top of the circle. Bounce pass to Edwards, back outside Getz for the long three pointer, right side good. And Getz with his first points of the year, a three pointer, and it's four three. Win on top of it with the basketball. Bertems with it. Goes off to Balzer. Balzer off to Johnson right side. Over to Bertems right of the lane. Gets it back out front to Michael Morgan. Lob pass underneath to Roy. Laid it up and in. Point blank range. Roy has got all six points for Witt. And it's 6-3 Tigers. Henry with the basketball. Goes off to Finley. Finley gets a bounce pass knocked away. And it will be kicked by Roy and go back to the Lions. 17.54 left to go in this first half of action. Shot clock at 20. Lions will put the ball in play right of their own bucket. Henry will put the ball in play. He's a six foot 
Senior runs the point for the Lions. Gets a pass out to Minot and now back over to Henry. Outside to Getz. Getz between the circles with the right-hand dribble. Bounce pass right of the lane to Edwards. Edwards dribbles up top of the key. Back to Getz. He'll drive the lane. Eight on the shot clock. Threw it up. No good. And the rebound comes down to James Johnson. Johnson clears it off up the floor to Morgan. Laid it up from the left side. No good. Rebound tipped around. And it comes down into the hands of Edwards. Edwards will get it up the floor to Finley. Finley into the front court. With the basketball, the yo-yo, right elbow, gets it back outside to Mano, dribbles down to the right baseline, but shut off by Johnson, and back out front to Finley. On the left-hand side to Henry, now it goes top of the key, Henry with it again, back over to Morgan, or to Henry, Henry inside, gets it to Edwards, Edwards turned around, shot in the key, got it up and in in front of Roy. Edwards with his first two, and it's 6-5 with, with the basketball and the lead, 17 minutes to go in the half. Bertems off to Balzer. Balzer gets it off. Top of the key to Johnson. Left side, Bertems. Bertems sideline left. Top side to Morgan. Got it to Johnson. Look for the shot. Now back over to Balzer. Balzer top of the circle to Bertems left wing. Bounce pass underneath. Tried to get it to Roy. Taken away by Edwards. Edwards clears it off up the floor to Henry. Back out front to Finley. Finley between the legs dribble. Top of the circle. Dribbling in. Goes to the left hand. Puts it up in the side of the lane from five. Got it. Finley with his first two, and the Lions have taken the lead for the first time today at 7-6. to six. With it is Balzer. He's going to shoot the long three, top of the key, got it. Balzer, the six-foot junior, his first three, and Witt has regained the lead at 9-7. 16-10 left to go in the half. Edwards, right of the circle. Gets it back outside to Getz. Pump fake got thrown up in the air and then came down. Balzer came down on top of him. No call. Bounce pass up the floor. Bertems on the break. Laid it up and in. Bertems with his first two. Is Toby Kerrigan giving the official an earful as he runs by him. Justin Carr. Outside is Finley. Finley down on the scoreboard 11-7. Turned the ball over. Up the floor to Bertems for the Tigers. He'll lay it up and in. Bertems has got four in the ball game. And it is 13-7, Witt with their biggest lead of the afternoon. Henry on the right side, now to Finley. Now back outside, Finley with the basketball. Got a pass, stolen away and taken away by Balzer. He'll drive up the floor, lay it up and in. Three straight turnovers, Balzer with five, and Witt has opened up an eight-point lead at 15-7, 15-15 left to go in the half. Finley with it, and now the Lions will take a timeout. 15-11 left to go in the first half, your score. It is Wittenberg 15, Mount St. Joseph 7. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. 
visit us at msj.edu. Well, the Lions have brought in some substitutions from the, from the left baseline after that timeout, hitting the three-pointers, Tyler Mano. Mano with the three, and it's 15-10. Into the ball game. Jake Cropper, Connor Maslowski, and Sean Sullivan for, or excuse me, Liam Rabe. Rabe is into the ball game for the Lions into the contest. Underneath pass, Morgan tried to get a bounce pass out front, and he does get it to Johnson. Now off on the left-hand side, Balser got the shot, blocked out of bounds. Nice try for the save by Connor Maslowski, but it will return to Witt. Seven on the shot clock, 14-37 left to go. Into the contest now for Wittenberg is Rashad Ali Shakir. Shakir into the ball game and leaving is Balzer. Shakir gets the top of the key. Johnson, he's going to shoot the long three, won't go. Rebound knocked loose, taken up off the floor by Mano. Mano with his first rebound of the afternoon. Gets it off on the left-hand side to Rabe. Rabe now goes over to Getz. Right side, now dribbles out between the circles. Right of the elbow, it goes... To Getz. Getz with it. Now back out front to Cropper. Cropper with the basketball. Hands it off to Mano. Mano gets it off to Getz. He'll drive inside. Put up the follow-away 10-footer. Good. Adam Getz with five in the ball game. And the Lions now suddenly are down by three, 15-12. Shakir with it over on the left-hand side. Morgan back to Shakir. Right baseline. It goes to Seipel, who's back into the ballgame for the first time. Seipel, right of the lane, kicks it back outside to Pumroy, and Pumroy puts it up and in for three. Pumroy with her first points of the ballgame, 18-12, Wittenberg on top of it. Rabe with the basketball, goes to Mislowski. On the right-hand side, Cropper, top of the key to Mislowski. Hands it off to Rabe. Rabe will drive with the left hand, bounce pass on the right side. It goes to Mino, laid it up and in. Nice feed on the play. Good ball movement by the Lions. Mano with five, and it's 18-14 Tigers. They have the basketball to Morgan, sideline right. Man-to-man defense by the Lions. Bounce pass underneath to Johnson, and coming around over the top and committing the foul is Mislowski. Connor Mislowski with his first. And that's the first team foul, believe it or not, on either team. Johnson is out of the ball game along with Morgan. Roy checks back in. And also into the lineup is Landon Martin. Martin, a 6'3 freshman out of Columbus Afrocentric. On the right side, goes to Shakir. Back to Pomeroy, underneath pass to Roy. Roy got it knocked free, ball loose in the sideline, out of bounds. Last touch by Roy. And it will go back to Mount St. Joseph. So far in the ballgame, turnovers. Three for Witt, two for Mount St. Joseph, 12.57 to go in the half. On the right side is Finley. Goes left wing to Cropper. And Cropper drills the three. Jake Cropper with his first three, and it's 18-17. Lions find themselves down by one. With it on the left side is Landon Martin. Martin with the basketball. Gets a bounce pass left side to Pumroy. Pumroy now back to Roy. Roy outside that 10 foot mark that he likes to set up and he's posting down low. Back out front, Pumroy. Pumroy gets it off to Seiple. Seiple dribbling right side. Now back off to Pumroy. Bounce pass to Seiple. Three on the shot clock. Pulls it up from five on the right block. Seiple with his first two. And it's 20-17. to 17. Witt with the lead. 12-12 left to go in this first half. At halftime, we'll talk about the Division Three football playoffs coming up. 
on the left-hand side, Mislowski. He's going to shoot the long three. Line drive shot off the back iron. No good. And Pomeroy grabs the rebound. He clears it off up the floor to Shakir. Back out front to Pomeroy. Right of the front court. Back to Shakir on the right sideline. To the left sideline. It goes to Martin. He's going to put it up. No good. And the rebound pulled down by Mislowski. Mislowski clears it up the floor to Henry. Henry. Over to Finley. Finley bounce pass to Edwards. Left of the lane. Back out front. And it goes over the head of Finley into the backcourt. And out of bounds. And the turnover gives it back to Wittenberg. Second game for the Lions. Number 12, Jordan Henry. Jordan Henry coming back into the ball game now for the Lions. And sitting down, taking a breather, is Getz. Inbounding the ball is Shakir. Shakir, right of his own bucket, inbounds it to Roy, left baseline. Around the horn it goes, back to Shakir, right side Seiple. Seiple drives in the lane, left-handed hook shot, put up the kind bounce, and got it to go. Seiple with four. He's a 6'6 sophomore. Boy, he looks good down low for the Tigers. They lead it by five again, 22-17. Mislowski. Against the man-to-man, goes left of the circle to Edwards. One dribble, hands it off to Mislowski, drives inside the lane. Tried to get a shot up underneath Roy, and he walked with the basketball. Fourth turnover of the ball game for the Lions. Leaving the ball game is Mislowski, and coming back in is Minot. 22-17, Tigers on top of it, 11 minutes to go in this first half. Into the front court comes Pumroy. Stop and go dribble. Top of the circle. Disciple. Right side. Back over on the left-hand side to Pumroy. Lob pass to Roy. Left block. Roy gets a pass inside. Does Shakir put it up? Blocked away. Pulled out of the air by the Lions. And it's Henry. He's going to drive Finley. Now Finley's going to lay it up. Up and in. Finley's got four. And it's 22-19. Lions down by three with 10.35 to go in this first half. Into the front court comes Pumroy. Between the circles, Roy is playing way outside now in this possession. Off to Shakir. Gets it to Martin, top side. Martin around a pick by Roy. Top side, Disciple. Left wing, Shakir. Shakir dribbles around a point, around a pick. Lost control of the dribble. Now picks it up between the circles. And an offensive foul is going to be called away from the basketball on Seiple. Family, his first. And the first against Wittenberg as a team. Boy, the pace of this one, everybody was worried about whether all four games were going to get in before 11 o'clock tonight. But the pace of this one, the way they're calling it, it'll get done in less than two hours. Leading the ball game for the Lions. Checking out is Cropper. Cropper out and Getz is back into the ball game. Getz has got five. Cropper left with three. Finley drives the lane, kicks it back out front to Henry. Henry left wing, spins inside the lane. He'll put it up from 10 on the run. No, but a foul will be called on the way to the bucket. And Henry will go to the line. Foul will be called on Bertems. That is his first and the second against the Lions as a team. Going line right is Jordan Henry. Henry, the six-foot senior, runs the point. Number 12, eyes it from line right, puts it up and in. That's his first point of the ballgame, so... All of the starters have scored here today for the Lions. 10.02 remaining in the half. Second one 
by Henry. It's good also, so he's two for two from the line. 22-20, Witt with the lead and the basketball. Now full court pressure put on by the Lions. Up the floor, Bertens. Bounce pass, Roy. Left of the lane. Hook pass to Bertens. Drives the lane later to no one. Hung on the iron, fell off, and Edwards grabbed the rebound. He gets it off up the floor to gets Up the right side in front of the Wittenberg bench. Now Bertens with it. Bounce pass, or excuse me, gets with it. Underneath pass to Edwards. Edwards backs in against Roy. Laid it up with a right hand. Good. He backed down Roy, and then Edwards laid it up with a right hand. He's got four, and we're... The Lions now have taken the lead at 23-22. to 22. Up the floor, Johnson. He's going to drive the lane. Lay it up with a right hand. Good. So James Johnson from Roger Bacon. He gets his first two. And the Tigers have regained the lead at 24-23. Left side gets spun a three-pointer in and out. Ball saved on the baseline by Edwards. But before he could do that, he stepped on the baseline and out of bounds. Mano's going to leave the ball game now, and coming into the contest is Mislowski. He comes in scoreless. Mano leaves with five points in the game. Again, man-to-man full-court pressure put on by the Lions. Balzer will bring it up the floor, up the right side. Stops at the right elbow, back to Johnson, left of the circle, outside the arc. Gets a pass to Roy, left block. Hook pass out front to Johnson. He'll shoot the 18-foot three-pointer. No good, and the rebound comes down to Mislowski out front. Clears it off to Henry. Back outside Finley. Finley in the left side of the front court. Now between the circles, crossover dribble. Spins inside the lane with a right-hand dribble. Put it up. No, and a foul will be called on Wittenberg, and going to the line will be Andrew Finley. And it will be Bertems again with the foul. That is his second and the third against Witt as a team with 8.43 to go in the half. Finley four points this afternoon, and he'll go line right, shooting two shots. And he puts that one up in the end. He's got five. Finley, Mano, and Getz, each with five in the ballgame. And the Lions have tied the ball game now at 24. Second one by Finley from line right, trying to give the Lions the lead. And around the rim won't go, and Roy will grab the rebound. So Roy with it, gets it off to Balzer, and he'll bring it up. Balzer gets it off to Johnson at the left elbow, back outside to Roy. And the Lions would love it if Roy would play outside that three-point arc all day long. With it is Martin. Martin spins inside the lane for Whip, puts up a right-handed shot from five, got it. Martin with his first two, and the Tigers have regained the lead at 26-24. Right elbow is Edwards for the Lions, out front Getz. Getz dribbles top of the key inside the lane, gets it off to Edwards, put up the shot, blocked by Johnson. Johnson pulls it away for the Tigers. Up the floor to Martin, he'll put up the shot from five, no good. Martin got his own rebound, threw it up with a left-hand air ball, and it's pulled out of the air by Finley. Finley gets it up the floor on the right-hand side with the dribble in front of the Wittenberg bench. Pass over to Mislowski for the long three, right wing, hit the front iron, nope. And the rebound taken down by Balzer from about 10 feet away, and he'll dribble it up for the Tigers. 7.40 left to go in the half. Tigers with a two-point lead, 26-24. On the right side is Martin. Goes out front to Johnson. Lobs a pass underneath to Roy. Got the pass. Put it up. Nobody's fouled. Reaching in. It'll either be on Edwards or Finley. And let's see who the decide to call it on. It'll be on Finley. That's his first. And the second against the Lions as a team. And going line left will be Roy. Roy's got six. That was the first six points of the ball game. 
And he puts that one up, hung on the iron, and fell off. No good. Mano back into the ballgame. Edwards will leave. Seipel and Pumroy into the ballgame now for Wittenberg. They check back in. Second one by Roy. That one's no good either. And the rebound. Mano had it and got it knocked free. Picked out of the air by Wittenberg's Michael Morgan, and he lays it up and in. Boy, how do you do? And it's 28-24, Tigers. With it is Henry. Right of the circle, Mano. Mano inside the circle now, top of the key. Goes over to Finley. Underneath pass to Mano. He drives the lane later. Up and in. Nice give and go. Mano's got seven. And it's 28-26. Seven minutes to go in this first half. Lions down on the scoreboard by two. Right wing. Morgan. Got it underneath to Roy. And coming over the top, reaching in is Mano. That will be his first. Third against the Lions as a team, so a common foul. Wittenberg will have it out of underneath their own bucket on the right side. Coming into the ballgame for the first time, Chris Sloniker, a 6'7'' senior, and leaving is Roy. He's going to get a breather. Sloniker, number 44. Morgan putting in a play to Pumroy. Right wing three, drilled it. Pumroy, boy, he was wide open at the wing. He's got six, two, three-pointers, and it's 31-26 Witt with a five-point lead. Mislowski with it on the right-hand side goes to Henry. Henry with it, top side to Mislowski, dribbles left of the lane, pump fake out to Finley. Finley got the ball knocked free and stolen away by the Tigers. Up the floor, Morgan to the free-throw line, out front to Pomeroy. Right wing three, won't go, and the rebound taken down by Minot. Mano clears it off the floor to Getz, up the left side into the front court. Now top of the key, Mislowski swings it over on the right-hand side, Henry. Henry with it, top side to Finley. Finley, no dribble, now he gets it off to Getz between the circles. 6-12 to go in this first half, 10 on the shot clock. Getz with it, left of the circle, he'll pop it from 16, won't go. And the rebound taken down by Balzer. Balzer will bring it from right to left for the Tigers. As Cropper comes off the Lions bench, he'll come in at the next buzzer. With it is Balzer, 15-footer right side. No good. Rebound tapped out front, and it comes down into the hands of Pomeroy. Pomeroy with it between the circles to Morgan. Morgan back outside Pomeroy. 20 seconds on the shot clock, 5.43 to go in this first half. Pomeroy bounce pass on the right-hand side to Balzer. Balzer around a pick by Sloniker and almost fell down. Ball loose on the floor. Ball kicked away, and it was kicked away. Seipel, and the ball will go back to the Tigers. Check that to the Lions. We're going to give it to the Lions. Five and a half minutes to go in the first half. 31-26. Witt on top of it. Shakir back into the ball game. And Balzer is going to get a breather for the Tigers. And as we said, Cropper is back into the contest for the Lions. And Cropper's got the basketball top side. One dribble off to Mislowski to the long three right wing. Nope. And the rebound comes down into the hands of Morgan. Morgan will bring it up the left side and out of the top of the circle with the right hand dribble. Morgan with 5-10 to go in the first half. On the left hand side, Pumroy. Pumroy gets away from Getz. Looking outside, goes on the left hand side to Shakir. Down into the corner to Morgan. Back out front, Pumroy. Pomeroy with it to Shakir, left side, bounce pass left of the lane to Seipel. He's going to put it up from the left side, no good. Rebound lost on the floor, picked up by Mislowski of the Lions. He'll get it up the floor to Henry into the front court. Henry with 4.49 to go in the half. On the left wing, it goes to Rabe. Rabe with the basketball. Rabe looking on the left-hand side. 
He's got it topside now. He's going to shoot the long three. Nope, and the rebound taken down by Seipel. That's his first rebound of the afternoon. Into the front court is Pomeroy. To the right elbow, Seipel. Seipel goes over on the left-hand side to Sloniker. Sloniker left of the circle. Now to Martin. Back out front. Martin gets it to Morgan. Off to Sloniker. Sloniker topside. Hands it off to Pumroy. Over on the left wing. Shot clock at five. Morgan's going to put it up from the left corner. Drill it. Morgan Morgan with five in the ball game. And it's 34-26. Witt with an eight-point lead. Four minutes to go in the half. Gets on the right-hand side. It goes to Henry. Henry with it around a pick set by Mano. And a foul is going to be called away from the basketball and that's going to be on Sloniker his first and the fourth against Wittenberg as a team gets into the ball game along with Finley sitting down Maslowski and Henry and also into the ball game Edwards has returned and leaving his reign 3.54 left to go in this first half it's 34-26 Gets on the run, left baseline, hung it on the iron. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Seipel for the Tigers. Balzer's back into the ball game, and he's got it. On the left side, it goes to Martin, top of the key, Seipel. Seipel lobs a pass right side. It goes now to Sloniker. He's going to put it up right block. Got it up and in from five. Chris Sloniker with his first two, and it's 36-26. Witt with their biggest lead of the afternoon of 10. 3.24 left to go in this first half. Bounce pass, Finley goes to Edwards. Edwards drives inside the lane, shut off at the dotted line. Back outside, it goes to Cropper. Cropper drills the three from the right corner. He's got six on two three-pointers, and it's 36-29. Lions in the ball game, four of ten from three-point mark. Now five of ten make that for 50%. On the left-hand side, Martin. Martin goes off on the right wing. Martin with the basketball, bounce pass to Shakir. Back to balls are left corner, dribbles up to the left wing. Stop and go, crossover to the left wing. Gets it off to Sloniker. Sloniker double dribbled, no call. And now the referee outside is going to call in for a walk. I think that was a makeup on the double dribble that they missed. Six turnovers in the ballgame against the Tigers with 2.41 remaining in the half. Lions with the basketball, down by 7, 36-29. Into the front court, Finley goes off to Getz as the Lions run the weave out front to Edwards, right of the circle. He'll cross over, dribble inside the lane, kick it back out into the left-hand corner to Getz, put up the three, got it! And Getz, you might have been able to call a foul on that play because he got hammered by Martin after the shot, but no call. Eight points for Getz, it's 36-32. Wittenberg with the ball. Balls are with it left wing between the circles. It goes to Shakir on the right wing, Morgan. Morgan dribbles up top side, looking underneath, lobs it over the head of Roy, and right into the hands of Getz. He'll bring it up the floor on the turnover for the Lions. Getz with it with two minutes to go in the half. Getz top of the circle, top side. He goes off to Edwards. Edwards backs in against Roy, spins to his left, put it up with the left hand. No, rebound tapped outside by Edwards near the sideline left. Saved it in, but right into the hands of Morgan. Morgan brings it up for Witt. Now to Shakir. He'll drive, spin, drives to the lane. No good, missed everything. And Morgan pulls it out of a crowd, and he'll dribble out right side. Morgan with it, underneath pass to Roy, and it went right off his hands and out of bounds. Boy, they are concentrating on getting the ball down low to Roy, but you can tell this is the first game of the year because they're having trouble getting it into that post hand. 
36-22, a minute and a half to go in this first half. 36-32, excuse me. Lions with the basketball, but down by four. Finley off to Cropper. Top side to Edwards, back to Cropper, left elbow. Cropper over on the right side to Finley. He'll drive inside the lane. He'll put up the left hand, no good, and he's going to be fouled on the way to the bucket. And the foul is going to be called on Connor Seifel. That is his second. And that's the fifth against the Tigers as a team compared to three for the Lions. This has been a tough struggle by both teams, but it's been fairly foulless. Finley line right. One for two from the stripe with five. Put that one up, and it bounces off the front iron. No good. Lions shooting 50% from the field, 55% for Wittenberg so far in the ballgame. Seipel leaves with those two fouls. And coming back in is Pumroy. So Wittenberg going small. If you can call Roy being in the ballgame at 6'10", small. Finley drills the second one. He's got six. Two for four from the line. Cropper out of the ball game, and Henry checks back in with two points. Cropper leaves with six. Full court pressure put on by the Lions. They're down by three, 36-33. It was ten two minutes ago, but the Lions have cut seven points off that lead. Into the front court. Pumroy just breaks the ten-second mark and has it between the circles. Shot clock at 15. Pumroy sideline right. Guarded. By Finley, top of the key, Shakir for the three-pointer off the side iron. Nope, and the rebound taken down by Edwards. Edwards gets it off to Finley into the front court. We're under a minute to go, 45 seconds left to go in the half. Finley, left of the lane, came to a stop, and they're going to say he drugged the pivot foot and walked with the ball. That's seven turnovers so far in the ball game for the Lions. Martin back into the ball game, and Shakir will leave with 42.7 seconds left to go in the half. 36-33, Witt with the basketball. Full court pressure put on by the Lions. 2-2-1. Now, Balzer will bring it across, and the Lions drop off into a man-to-man. Balzer between the legs, dribble, lost the handle, had to pick it up. Guarded by Finley, got the ball knocked free again, and back out front to Martin. Martin with the basketball on the left baseline. Pumroy all alone for the three. No! Rebound taken down by Getz. Getz will bring it up, and the shot clock is off with 15 seconds to go in the half. Lions can either pull it within two or tie the game with a three. Edwards, top of the circle, goes to Getz. Getz tried to go and give and go back to Edwards. Edwards with a right elbow. Hook pass goes over to Henry for the long three. Nope. Rebound Edwards on the baseline. Following shot won't go at the buzzer. And that is the end of the first half of play. And at the end of the first 20 minutes, your score here in this Great Lakes Invitational for Marietta College. It is Wittenberg, 36. And Mount St. Joseph, 33. Inner Blessings, Christian Books and Gifts, located on Cincinnati. Cincinnati's west side, serving the tri-state area for 19 years. Cincinnati's one-stop shop for Christian books, gifts, art, music, and much more. Special orders are welcome. Find a new Bible in any version. Find books on devotionals, comfort and grief, prayer, marriage, and inspiration. Praise and worship music with instrumentals, greeting cards, jewelry, even clothing. Enhance your walk with the Lord with inner blessings, Christian books, and gifts on 4002 Harrison Avenue in Cincinnati. Open Tuesday through Saturday, closed Sunday and Monday. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based health care practices. 
The Mount Nursing Programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Well, your score here at halftime in the opening game of this classic this afternoon. It is 36-33. Wittenberg on top of it. But it has been a classic struggle between these two ball clubs. Wittenberg would get out to a big lead and then... The Lions would come back. They had an opportunity to tie it up at the end of the half, but couldn't get the three-pointer to go. They're down by three here at the end of this first half. We're going to take a look at the Division Three football playoffs that will begin tomorrow. We'll do that right after this timeout. As the executive producer of the documentary film, The Seaward, I've learned the importance of breakthrough approaches to treating cancer. A breakthrough is the start of something extraordinary. Be breakthrough is to be brave. Many small breakthroughs can lead inevitably to a big breakthrough. The kinds of breakthroughs that advance the fight against cancer. The ones that save lives by the millions. You are the breakthrough. You the patients taking part in clinical trials. You the scientists doing next level research to beat cancer. You the doctors and nurses who tirelessly care for everyone along the way. Defeating cancer takes breakthroughs. Let's be the breakthrough. Talk to your doctor about screenings, medical trials, and especially prevention. Stand up to cancer. Sport is the common denominator in the world. And if there's any place where there's equality, it's really in sports. RISE stands for the Ross Initiative in Sports for Equality. We're dedicated to promoting understanding, respect, and equality in sports and beyond. We want people to speak up, take the pledge, and rise up against racism. And we'll rise up. I pledge to treat everyone with respect, respect, and dignity. I will not tolerate discrimination or harassment of any kind. I will speak up. Speak up whenever I know discrimination is happening. And I will stand up. Get up. Rise up. For victory. Take the pledge at risetowin.org. Welcome back to the Ban Johnson Arena on the campus of Marietta University. I'm Dave Mitchell. We're at halftime of this afternoon's ballgame between the Wittenberg Tigers and the Mount St. Joseph Lions as the Lions get the 2017-18 schedule underway in men's basketball here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, the football season, as far as the regular portion of the schedules, are over, but there are teams around the state of Ohio that are looking forward to the Division III NCAA football championship playoffs, which will be getting underway in the first round tomorrow. 
on Saturday. And that means that if you look at the left-handed portion of the bracket, you've got 32 teams that are involved in this tournament. But just look at the left-handed portion if you bring it up on Google or take a look at the brackets online and just look at the left-handed portion, you're going to see that these Ohio schools are going to be beating up each other and even teams that are close to Ohio, such as Washington and Jefferson and trying out of Fort Wayne, Indiana. But let's take a look at the top side of the bracket on the left-handed side. First of all, wisconsin Oshtown is going to be taking on Lakeland. Then North Central out of Rhode Island will play St. John's out of Minnesota. Now's where it gets interesting. Warburg is going to be taking on Franklin. Franklin won the Heartland Conference with an 8-2 record. They're going to be taking on the unbeaten Warburg squad. Trine out of Fort Wayne, they were 10-0. They'll be taking on Monmouth, and they were 9-1 on the year. Then if you drop down to the lower bracket on the left-hand side, Mount Union at 10-0, always a perennial contender, going to be taking on Washington and Lee. They were 8-2 on the season. Wesleyan is going to be in the tournament. They are 9-1, and and they're taking on Case Western Reserve University out of Cleveland. They were 10-0 on the season. Washington Jefferson also at 10-0. Well, they're going to be playing Johns Hopkins out of Cleveland also at 9-1. and And then Wittenberg, 10-0 and on the season, will be playing Frostburg State. They were 9-1. and Now, that's the left-handed side. The first round games get underway tomorrow. Then the second round is a week from tomorrow, a couple days after Thanksgiving. December 2nd is the quarterfinals. December 9th is the finals. And the championship game will be on December the 15th. And that is going to be at Salem Stadium in Salem, Virginia. And you can see that game on ESPN or on the Watch ESPN app. That will be at 7 o'clock on December 15th. That's a look at what's going on in the NCAA Division Three brackets on the left-hand side. Now let's take a look at what's happening on the right-hand side. But these are schools that, unless you are just a big Division Three football fan, you probably will not recognize some of the names. You've got Harden-Baylor playing Chapman. Linfield takes on Harden-Simmons. St. Thomas out of Minnesota, they're a perennial championship contender. Going up against Eureka, and Barry is going to be playing Huntington. Now, those games are in the top side of the right-handed side of the bracket. Now, in the bottom bracket on the right-hand side, Delaware Valley will play Western New England. It's Springfield taking on Houston. Brockport plays Plymouth State, and Wesley will be playing Rensselaer. So a lot of good teams in the tournament and a lot of teams around the state of Ohio in Pennsylvania and Indiana are getting set to take on each other in this Division III NCAA football championship playoff chase, and that gets underway tomorrow. I'm Dave Mitchell. The men's side of the college basketball season is getting underway. You're listening to action here on UltimateSportsTalk.com of Wittenberg taking on the Mount St. Joseph Lions. I'm Dave Mitchell, and I'll be back with a look at the stats for the first half of this afternoon's ballgame and get things underway for the second half. We'll do that when we return to Marietta College after this timeout. Everybody knows that high school sports generate suspense, excitement, and drama. They also generate higher grade point averages, stronger work habits, and greater self-esteem. Everybody knows that high school sports give us more value for our entertainment dollar. They also give us leaders committed to strengthening communities right here in Ohio. 
The true value of playing sports in school can't be measured in wins and losses or dollars and cents. Studies show that participation in sports, along with other extracurricular activities, is one of the best ways to teach leadership, cooperation, accountability, and other invaluable life skills. Don't just stand on the sidelines. Encourage the young people you know to get in the game. When you do, you'll be helping them get ahead in life. High School Sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Expectations are high as the men's college basketball season begins this week. The Mount St. Joseph Lions travel east to Marietta for their first game Friday afternoon in the Great Lakes Invitational to play perennial NCAC contender Wittenberg. The Tigers were 19-8 one year ago as the Lions narrowly missed an NCAA tourney bird. This is Dave Mitchell. Join me Friday afternoon for the tip-off of the opening game of two with the pregame show starting at 1.30. It's the Lions and the Tigers in the Great Lakes Invitational Friday afternoon at 2 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, it's 36-33. The Tigers lead the Lions here this afternoon in the opening game of four here today from Van Johnson Arena. Let's take a look at the team stats so far in the ballgame. For Wittenberg, they were 16 of 11 from the field, or 16 of 31 from the field for 51.5%. Mount St. Joseph, 12 of 25 for 48% in that first half. From three-point range, Wittenberg was 4 of 11, while the Lions were 5 of 12, so the Lions shooting 42%, while Witt shooting 36.5%. Wittenberg was 0 for 2 from the line, while the Lions were 4 of 6. Rebounds, Wittenberg got rebounding the Lions 17-13. Remember, we said that was going to be a key to this afternoon's game. Whoever won the rebound war would probably win the ball game. Offensive rebounds, Wittenberg's got four compared to just one for the Lions here today. As far as individually, well, let's take a look at Mount St. Joseph here. Leading the way in points is Adam Getz and Liam Rabe, both with five, and then you've got Jake Cropper with six. So Cropper, two of two from the field, and he was two for two from three-point range for those six points today in eight minutes of action. Adam Getz in the ball game, two of six from the field, one of two from three-point range for five points. Also five points, Liam Rape, two of four. He was one of two from three-point range for five. Andrew Finley and Tyler Mayno each have four points in the ball game. Rebound-wise for the Lions, Mayno has got... Two rebounds, Finley two, Eric Edwards has got three, and Connor Mislowski has three to total out to 13 for the Lions. For Wittenberg in this first half, they are being led in scoring by Chad Roy and Jordan Pumroy, each with six. Roy three for three from the field, 0 for two from the line for six points, but he's only got one rebound here this afternoon. And Pumroy is two for four from three-point range, and he has got six points today. Five points to Mitchell Balzer. He's two for five from the field, one for two from three-point range. And Michael Morgan's got five points. He's two for three from the field, and one of one from three-point range. Jacob Bertems has got four points, along with Connor Seipel has added four. Two each for James Johnson and Chris Sloniker and Landon Martin and... Rashad Ali Shakir has played but did not score. Your score here at halftime, 36-33.
Wittenberg on top of it, and this should be a very exciting second half of action, and we'll have it all for you coming up in just a couple of moments. I'm Dave Mitchell. The second half is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. This Mount St. Joseph basketball broadcast has been made possible by Interblessings Christian Bookstore at 4002 Harrison Avenue. Murphy's Promotions. Call 330-464-1970. The Mount St. Joseph University. The Wishbone on Delhi. Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, Ohio. And by JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Mount St. Joseph broadcast on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Exclusive access, premium tickets, travel and hospitality, all from one source. Take your experience to VIP level with the NCAA experience. The 2018 NCAA Final Four. It's the three. March 31st and April 2nd at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP today. This Mount St. Joseph basketball broadcast has been made possible by Interblessings Christian Bookstore at 4002 Harrison Avenue. Murphy's Promotions. Call 330-464-1970. The Mount St. Joseph University. The Wishbone on Delhi. Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, Ohio. And by JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Mount St. Joseph broadcast on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, back here at the Van Johnson Arena on the campus of Marietta College. I'm Dave Mitchell. 36-33, Wittenberg on top of it by three points. One stat that we did not give you at the half was the turnovers, and they are even at eight apiece. But Wittenberg has had a lot of crazy turnovers, throwing it over the head of 6'10", Chad Roy, three times that I can remember in the first half of play. Next game coming up after this one will be Birmingham Southern. They were 14 and 14 a year ago against St. John Fisher at 23 and 6. Both these teams are playing tomorrow. Of course, we'll have the game for you tomorrow around 5:30 with Dickinson for the Lions here on Ultimate Sports Talk. But the game will get underway tomorrow at 1 o'clock when Wittenberg plays Birmingham Southern. Lions will get the ball to start out the second half of play. And they come out with their original starting five of Edwards, Getz, Mano, Henry, and Finley. And with the basketball, Finley gets it in to Henry. Henry dribbles it on the baseline and gets the ball knocked free on a pass attempt to Finley. And out of bounds, it will stay with the Lions. 24 on the shot clock. We only played six seconds in this second half. Edwards left of the circle, hands it off to Getz. Getz inside the arc, bounce pass underneath on a blindside pass to Edwards. Can't find anyone. Now he gets it back out front to Getz, back underneath Edwards, is reposting, put it up, blocked by Roy, pulled out of the air by Henry. Henry in the lane, clears it back out front to Getz. There's seven seconds on the shot clock. Getz, top of the circle, crossover dribble, he'll drive the lane, put up the runner on the rim, nope, and the rebound taken down by Seipel, who starts here in the second half. It's Balzer, Seipel, Bertems, Roy, and Morgan out on the floor for Wittenberg. And they've got the ball and the lead by three. Seipel, lob pass over the head of Roy and out of bounds again. That's nine turnovers total on Wittenberg. And I think that's about four that they've thrown right over the head of Roy, who's 6'10". 
Now Sloniker will check into the ball game. He's got two, and Seipel, after committing that turnover, leaves with four. 36-33, Lions can tie on this possession. Henry, bounce pass on the right-hand side to Edwards, back out front Henry. Henry drives down to the left block, out front to Edwards. Edwards dribbles inside the arc, now gets it back underneath to Mano, back underneath Edwards, posting low against Roy, puts the body on him, spun it up off the rim. Edwards got his own rebound. Edwards dribbles it out of a crowd, out front to Mano, put it up from three, no good. Mano got his own rebound at the free throw line, out front to Edwards. Lions getting a lot of opportunities on this possession. Edwards at the right elbow. Bounce pass underneath the Getz. Getz follow a 10-footer right side on the baseline. No, and the rebound taken down by Chad Roy. That's only his second rebound here in the ballgame. 36-33. Nobody has scored here in this second half so far. And we've played about a minute and a half on the left-hand side. Sloniker. Sloniker back out front. Balzer. Left wing to Bertens. Bertens sideline left, top of the key, Sloniker. Back outside to Balzer. He'll drive right of the lane. Ball knocked free. Picked out of the air by Mino. Up the floor to Getz. Getz got it knocked away from behind on the left baseline, and a foul is going to be called on Michael Morgan as he just got a little too handsy trying to steal that ball away from Getz. That's his first team first here in the second half on the Tigers. 25 on the shot clock, 18-01 left of the game clock. 36-33 wit. Lob pass left of the circle. Edwards hands it off to Henry. Henry dribbles to the free throw line. Back to Finley on the weave out front. Back over to Getz to the free throw line. Out front Henry. Henry between the circles. Gets it to Edwards inside the circle. Back out to Finley. Got the ball knocked free, but Finley picks it back up. Left baseline Henry. Eight on the shot clock. He's going to pull up for the three-pointer. Left baseline, no. Rebound tapped out front. Comes to Getz. Underneath to Henry all alone. Layup up and in. Henry with four and a nice play by Adam Getz. He found him underneath, and the Lions have pulled it within one at 36-35, 17-25. Left to go in the ballgame. With it on the right-hand side is Sloniker. Over to Balzer. Balzer now to Bertems. Bertems with it, and a body-up foul will be called on Finley. Second person. And the first against the Lions, so the team fouls are even at one of these. Mano will leave the ball game, and coming in is Connor Mislowski. He had three rebounds, no points in the first half. 17-19 left to go in the ball game. Lions down by one, 36-35. Tigers with it, and an offensive foul away from the ball on an illegal pick called against Chad Roy. Roy with his first personal foul. And that's the second team foul. Timeout, Wittenberg. 17-14 left to go in the ballgame. Your score from Marietta College at the Great Lakes Invitational. It is Wittenberg 36, Mount St. Joseph 35. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAPS Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Well, both teams will have three timeouts remaining. When we checked into the hotel this morning, right after we checked in, there was a trio of clowns that walked into the lobby. I ran into one just in the lobby, and I thought all of a sudden for a second I went through a time warp and back to the 80s, and now I see that they're here at this 
this tournament. All three of the clowns are here at the tournament. Lions with the basketball after that timeout by Wittenberg. They're down by a point. Henry with the basketball inside the circle. Up to Mislowski. Back over to Henry. Right side. Top of the key. Edwards to the free throw line. Gets it off to Finley. Finley left side. Follow a five-footer. Partially blocked out of the air by Seipel. And it's pulled out of the air by Wittenberg. Up to Balzer. Balzer into the front court with 16.44 left to go in the ballgame. Right side Morgan. Morgan with it. And we've got a foul called. Again, away from the basketball. And this one is going to be on Mount St. Joseph, on Eric Edwards. Edwards evidently put two hands in the back of Roy trying to guard him underneath. And now Edwards is going to leave with that one personal foul, second against the Lions. Finley will leave the ball game also. Cropper is in to the contest, along with Mano, who checks back in. Underneath pass. It goes to Sloniker, and Sloniker, right side, put up the hook shot from the right block up and in his fourth, and it's again a three-point wit lead, 38-35. Top of the circle, Cropper, on the left baseline, Mislowski for three, line drive it in. Connor Mislowski with his first three, and we are tied up for the second time today at 38 this time. With it as balls are top of the key. Hook pass on the give and go. Underneath the Sloniker. Laid it up and in. Sloniker. He's got his sixth point of the ball game. And it's 40-38. to 38. Tigers, after it was tied up, immediately come back and take the lead. On the right side, Mano hands it off to Henry. Back over to Getz. Getz looked to the left side as the Lions run the weave out front. And they get it to Cropper. Bounce pass left of the circle to Mano. Mano missed Getz. Open underneath the bucket, handed it off to Cropper out front, and a foul is going to be called on Mitchell Ballsburg. Ballsburg, his first, third against Wittenberg. Cycle checks back into the ball game. He, remember, he left after he committed the first turnover in the second half. He checks in with four points. Roy will leave with six. He'll get a breather. 15.42 to go. Inbounds pass to Finley. Gets it off to Cropper. Top of the key, Mislowski. Right side of the lane. Put up the line drive. Shot no good. And the rebound taken outside by Seipel of Wittenberg. He'll get it to Balzer. And Balzer will bring him left to right for the white and red of the Tigers. Hands it off to Morgan. Now back out front, Balzer. Right of the front court. Balzer around a pick set by Seipel. He's going to shoot the long three around the rim. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Adam Getz. His third of the afternoon. Getz will bring it up from right to left. Up the right sideline on the far side. Gets it off top of the key. He'll pull up for the 17-footer inside the arc. Got it. Getz with seven. And we're tied up again at 40. 15 minutes to go in the ball game. Pumroy back into the ballgame now for the Tigers. Off to Martin, left sideline. Martin outside the arc, underneath the Seipel. Seipel left block, backing in against Mislowski. Top of the key, Morgan. Now back to Pumroy to the free throw line. Bounce pass underneath, and Mislowski knocked it away, but a foul will be called on Mislowski as they'll say he grabbed Seipel around the waist. Trying to go for that ball. That is his second and the third against the Mount. Into the ballgame. Finley leaving will be Henry. Finley checks in with four. Henry leaves with four. We're tied at 40. 14.45 left in the ballgame. Inbounds Disciple. Off to Sloniker. Top of the key. Pumroy. On the left wing. Morgan. Now back out front. It goes to Pumroy on the right side. Morgan with the basketball. 
check that Martin, excuse me, Martin with it. Got it off the pump right top of the key. Seipel for three, drilled it. Boy, Seipel, if he masters that shot, he's going to be tough to defend the next two years. He's got seven, and Wittenberg leads it again by three, 43-40. Underneath with it is Cropper. Cropper got shut off underneath and threw it right into the hands of Shakir. Up the floor to, Ma- to Martin, and it was knocked out of bounds by Guts. Finley, excuse me, Henry into the ball game, along with Edwards, Mano, and Cropper will leave. And now into the ball game for the first time here this afternoon for the mount is Cameron Stewart. Stewart from Wilmington, 5'10 freshman. He checks in. And leaving the ball game is Cropper. And then Wittenberg promptly turns the basketball over. Their 10th of the afternoon. And the Lions have it back. Edwards, top of the circle. Hands it off Finley. Long three, right of the circle. Got it, and we're tied again. Finley with seven. It's the fourth time this afternoon we've been tied. This time at 43. 13-45 left to go in the ballgame. Pumroy brings it up. Ball knocked free by Henry. Ball loose in the baseline, and it will stay with Wittenberg. And Pumroy immediately goes to Ricky J. Post and says, I was fouled. Here's the red mark to prove it. And Post said, I don't even want to hear it. So Wittenberg will have it right out of their own bucket on the baseline. And the inbounded disciple, top of the key, Roy, who's back into the ballgame, not a Pumroy. Right side, Martin. Now back over on the left-hand side, Pumroy, back to Martin. Martin right wing, down on the right, block to Roy. Roy backs in. Back out front, it goes to Shakir. Shakir back over to Pumroy. Long three off the front iron, no good. And Edwards took down the rebound. Edwards has got five rebounds here this afternoon going up against the bigger Roy. With it is Finley. Finley's going to drive inside the lane. Lay up the reverse. No good. Ball loose. Knocked around. And a foul is going to be called on Mount St. Joseph. And that's going to be on Finley. Finley with three. Fourth against the Mount as a team. We're tied at 43. Probably an ill-advised shot by Finley as he drove in against the bigger guys. And tried to put up a reverse layup. Now Getz is going to check into the ball game. And Finley will leave as he's got a little bit of a bloody lip. 13-13 left to go in the half. The second half. We're tied at 43. Into the front court. Over the timeline comes Pumroy. Gets it off to Martin. Martin top of the circle. Stop and go dribble by him. And his pocket pick by Henry. Henry's going to drive the length of the floor. Lay it up with the right hand. Up and in. Henry with six off the turnover. And the Lions have taken the lead. First time here in the second half. At 45-43. Into the front court. Pumroy around a pick by Cycle on the right-hand side. Goes to Roy out between the circles. Now over to Pumroy. Pumroy bounce pass underneath the Cycle in the lane. Put it up to the left-hand good. Cycle's got nine. He leads the way for the Tigers. And we're tied again at 45. Into the front court. Stewart with the basketball. Stewart, top of the circle to the free throw line. Holds it high. Gets it over to Getz. Bounce pass to Edwards. Left wing. Edwards down to the left block. Back in against Roy. Back out front Henry. And the Lions have a player down on the baseline hurt. And he is down on the baseline. And that looks to be, it might be, Mislowski. And I think that's who it is. I'm not sure what happened, but he seems to be holding his face. 12-15 left to go. The Lions are going to have to take him out. 
as he's lying down on the baseline. And the trainer immediately, Henry had to point out to the official that Mislowski was down on that baseline. And now Toby Kerrigan's going to go out and take a look. And assistant coach Justin Ray is going to pull the rest of the team over and talk about this. And Wittenberg will. And that is Mislowski. And Mislowski's got a bloody lip. Looked like he probably took an elbow when he was going down low, but he's sitting up and trying to get his bearings. And now he'll stand up on his own and he'll walk off to the side on his own. And he says to Toby Kerrigan, he said he caught a fist in the left jaw. Something Conor McGregor probably would be thrilled with. 45-45 the score. We're tied up. Now Getz is back into the ball game for the Lions, taking the place of Mislowski. That's no timeout, just an injury timeout. So both teams still have three left. Stewart's going to put the ball in play to Getz, who just came in. Now to Edwards. Edwards with it, top of the key. It goes to Henry. Henry drives left in the lane, back out front to Getz. Gets to the free throw line, five on the shot clock, pulls up from 15. Got it, and he's fouled. Shakir moved in underneath. Getz has got nine, and he'll go to the line looking for ten as the Lions have regained the lead at 47-45. Nice little weave out front, and Getz just pulled up for the 15-footer, and Shakir tried to box him out and came in underneath him. Getz, for the first time this year, drains the free throw. He's in double figures. He's got ten, and the Lions' biggest lead of the afternoon, 48-45 for them. Wittenberg with the basketball. Pomeroy between the circles. Pomeroy has it with the dribble, guarded by Getz. Now Stewart on the switch. Back to Roy. Left wing, it goes to Martin for three off the back iron. No. Roy gets the offensive rebound, drives in against Edwards, and it's going to be a blocking foul called against Getz, I believe. Well, I'm not sure Getz wasn't outside the restricted area, and Roy just decided he was going to go to the bucket with reckless abandon, and he's got eight, and he'll go to the line looking for nine. Gets with his first personal. And that's the fifth against the Lions as a team, four for Wittenberg. Line right is Roy looking to tie, and does. Roy drills the free throw, he's got nine, and we're tied again at 48. 11.35 left to go in the ballgame. Up the floor comes Henry. Henry into the front court. Stewart getting a lot of playing time here in the second half for Toby Kerrigan and the Lions. Gets it over on the left-hand side to Getz. Getz her on a pick by Edwards. Ball lost into the backcourt, but it was knocked away by Wittenberg. Off to Henry on the left-hand side to Getz. Gets with it, drives the lane, kicks it out to Henry. Right baseline, it goes to Stewart. He's going to shoot up a three. Hit the iron, so save the shot clock, but the ball came down into Balzer's hands. Balzer brings it up on the run. Gets it off to Martin for the three. Right sideline, no good. Rebound knocked around. It comes down into the hands of Mano. Mano up the floor to Stewart. Bounce pass on a nice feed to Edwards. Edwards put it up. No. Rebound comes out to Stewart. Left wing now to Henry for three. No good. And the rebound taken down by Chad Roy. Boy, the Lions had plenty of opportunities there and just could not get anything to drop. Into the front court. 48-48. Wittenberg with the basketball. Witt off the balls are around a pick by Roy. He'll drive the lane. Lay it up with the left hand. Off the rim. No good. Rebound knocked free. Comes down into the hands of Pumroy. Fell down, and it's going to be a foul called 
on the Lions as Mano fell right at the feet of Pomeroy, and Pomeroy threw up the shot, and they're going to give him two shots. Mano with his second personal. Pomeroy was falling down and just threw the ball up near the bucket, and they're going to give him the two shots, so they'll reward him for a nice Academy Award performance. <laughs> shooting the ball, and he drills the free throw. He's got seven. And it's 49-48. Wittenberg back out in front. Balzer, Morgan, Umroy, Seipel, and Roy out on the floor for Wittenberg as Pumroy drills the second one. He's got eight in the ball game, two for two from the line, and it's 50-48 to 48 Tigers. Now the Tigers are showing 2-1-2 full court pressure. But the Lions easily break it. They've got gets between the circles. Now they spread out the floor a little bit. Bounce pass to Edwards out in, outside the arc. He'll drive left of, left of the lane, and a reach-in foul is going to be called on Mitchell Balzer. That's his second. And the fifth against Wittenberg. They lead it by two, 50-48. 20 on the shot clock, 10-13 on the game clock. Stewart will put the ball in play left of his own bucket. Stewart looking underneath, gets a, tried to get it off to Finley, now does left baseline. Finley dribbles up to the left wing and now back out front to Getz, off to Edwards. Edwards top side, plays a lot of high post, off to Getz, bounce pass, looked for Mano to drive to the bucket, tried to lead him and Mano stopped at the wing. And the ball went out of bounds. Sloniker back into the ball game. Lions shooting just 42% from the field. 53% for Wittenberg, and that's why they've got the two-point lead at 50-48. to 48. And the basketball. Pumroy off the Balzer, sideline right. Balzer is going to be a reach-in foul called against Stewart. Stewart with his first person. He's number four for Wilmington, and you'll see Wilmington on Tuesday night as they come to town. To play in the Harrington Center. We'll be on the air with that one at 7 o'clock on Tuesday night. Balzer goes to the free throw line for the first time, drills the front end of the one and one. He's got six in the ball game now. The transfer from Worcester puts the second one up and in. Balzer with seven. And it's 52-48. Witt, after being tied up at 48-48, have scored the last four in a row. Up the floor, Finley for the Lions. Now Finley backs it out between the circles, goes to Getz. Getz bounce pass to Edwards, right of the circle. Edwards bounce pass and a nice give and go to Getz, laid it up with the left hand good. Getz has got 12, and it's 52-50. Up the floor and the other way is Morgan for Wittenberg. The Tigers with the lead. Pumroy around a pick set by Roy. He still has the basketball. Top side, Sloniker. Sloniker hands it off to Morgan. Morgan now looks for Sloniker posting low to the free throw line. Out front, Balzer. Left sideline, it goes to Roy. Roy takes one dribble in against Edwards. Lays it up on the iron. No, rebound tapped around, and it comes down into the hands of Pomeroy. Pomeroy, left wing, lobs it to Roy. Roy, left baseline, drives inside the left of the lane, and a foul is going to be called on Eric Edwards, again for using two hands on the back of Roy. Edwards has got two fouls, but Edwards at 6'3", battling all day long, 
against the 6'10 Roy. Stewart will leave the ball game along with Maino. Mislowski back into the contest along with Henry. Roy put up the front end of the one and one, up and in. He's got ten. He's had the first six points of the game, then went scoreless the rest of the half, and now he scored four in a row. Make it five. He's got eleven. Three for five from the line, and it's 54-50. Wittenberg again with the lead. Into the front court. For the Lions, Mislowski. Right side to Edwards. Edwards back to Mislowski. Stop and go. Fakes right. Goes left. Down to the left baseline. Connor gets it back out front to Finley. Now to Edwards. Hand off back to Finley top side. He'll drive left of the lane. Kicks it off to Mislowski. Left corner. Drives inside the lane to Edwards. Edwards down over on the right-hand side to Henry. Six on the shot clock to Mislowski. Top of the key. Three. No good, but he's going to be fouled by Roy, and it'll be three shots for Mislowski. He's back in after he went down in a heap underneath the bucket about five minutes ago. Roy with his second personal. And both teams will be in the bonus from here on out. 8.34 left to go in the ballgame, and Mislowski, who's got three, make it four as he drills his first free throw attempt of the day. Now he'll have two more from line left. Makes it 54-51. Second one by Connor is up. That one line drives in. He's got five now. And he'll look to draw the Lions within one at 54-53. Right now they're down by two. Mislowski, the third one. No good. Rattled in and out. Stays 54-52. And Roy takes down the rebound his fourth of the day. 8.29 to go in the ballgame. Wittenberg with the two-point lead at 54-52. On the left side is Bertems, and Bertems fell to the floor, and Ricky Lee Post called a body-up foul against the Lions on Andrew Finley. That's his fourth. That was a phantom foul. Looked like Bertems just fell to the floor. And he'll go line right, shoots it, in and out, off the back iron, and back in again. He's got five and extends the Tigers' lead to three, 55-52. Toby Kerrigan's going to have to take Finley out with those four fouls. And into the ball game is Jake Cropper with six, but he's scoreless here in the second half. Second one by Bertems is up and in. He's got six in the ball game. And Witt has extended their lead again by four at 56-52. Into the front court come the Lions. On the right-hand side, gets bounce pass on a give-and-go to Edwards. Layup on the reverse with the left-hand good. Edwards, boy, they run that interior passing game very effectively, and the Lions are down by two, 56-54. Eight minutes exactly to go in the ballgame. Balzer, right of the lane, it goes to Roy. Roy, about 18 feet away from the bucket. That's where the Lions would love him to be. Gets it off on the left-hand side to Morgan. Now back out front for Thames. Top of the key to Sloniker. Back outside to Bertems. Five on the shot clock. Drives the lane. Lays it up with the right hand. Off the glass and good. Bertems has got eight in the ball game, and it's 58-54. Tigers with the lead again. Edwards right of the lane. Did the elbow. Gets it off to Getz. Getz pulls up from 15. Right elbow. No good. And the ball taken down by Bertems. Off the glass. He'll bring it up from left to right. 7.20 to go in the ball game. Lions in the man-to-man defense. Number 10 gets it back out to Balzer. Matt Croce wants to run the offense 
through Roy, and Roy's got it at the right elbow just inside the arc. Hook pass to Sloniker, left side Morgan. Morgan, left block, it goes to Roy. Roy drives inside, hands it off to Sloniker. Sloniker lays it up, up and in. Sloniker looked like he walked, but being that there's four games today, they're not going to call those type of calls. And it's 60-54, to Wittenberg again with a six-point lead. On the right side, Edwards, top of the key. It goes to Cropper, and the foul is going to be called. Away from the ball. And Toby Kerrigan is not very happy right now with official Justin Carr, and that foul is going to be called offensively on Meslowski. They're going to say he performed an illegal pick away from the ball, but boy, it did not make Toby Kerrigan or assistant Justin Ray very happy. I didn't see the ball, see the play away, but on the three-point shot, boy, Justin Carr called it immediately. 6.33 left to go. Bertems is going to drive right in the lane, put up the shot, blocked by Edwards, out of the air, pulled out of the air by a hit. Henry. Henry gets it up the floor to Cropper. Cropper right of the circle. Picks it up. Gets it off to Mislowski. Left side. Three. No good. Rebound taken down by Ray. Boy, that was a big, big possession for the Lions. Up the floor, Morgan. He'll drive the lane. Lay it up. No. Rebound taken down by Henry. Henry will bring it up from right to left. On the left-hand side, Cropper. Stop and go. Goes in against Roy, and Roy is going to get hit with the foul on the body up. Roy with his third. And going line left is going to be Cropper. Cropper has got six in the ball game. They all came in the first half. Lions with a six-point deficit right now. Morgan came up lame coming up the floor. Leaves, and Pumroy will check back in for Matt Croce's. Wittenberg Tigers, 6.05 left to go in the ball game. Both teams have three timeouts left. Cropper put up the front end of the one and one and missed it. And the rebound taken down by Pumroy. He's got four rebounds, two of them offensive from his guard position today. Pumroy on the left-hand side to Bertems. Bertems are on a pick by Roy. Stop and go, left-hand side, inside the arc to the wing. Back out front, Roy, he's going to shoot the long three, round the rim and in. Roy has got 14, and if he hits that consistently, good luck, NCAC. 63-54, Tigers have opened up a nine-point lead. Lions have just gone cold. Henry inside the lane, and a foul is going to be called. Well, that was a delayed whistle. But the foul will be called on Wittenberg. That's Bertens, his third. And going line left will be Henry. Henry made a nice cut to the bucket. And he'll go to the line shooting two, where he's got six points tonight. Two for two from the line. Five and a half minutes to go in the ball game. And Henry drills it. Lions need to score when the clock is stopped. Cropper's out of the ball game, and Stewart checks back in. Cameron Stewart, the 5'10 freshman, getting some playing time here in the second half. Second one by Henry is up. That one's good again. He has got eight, and a timeout is going to be taken by Toby Kerrigan and the Mount St. Joseph Lions. It's a full five and a half minutes left to go in the ballgame. Your score from Marietta. 
It is Wittenberg 63, Mount St. Joseph 56. You want to advance your career through education, but you don't want to disrupt family commitments or a busy work schedule. Mount St. Joseph University can help. The Mounts School of Business offers a Master's of Science degree in organizational leadership with face-to-face classes every third Saturday. The MSOL program is a multidisciplinary master's program that focuses on values-based leadership, helping you develop professional knowledge and skills with courses in organizational leadership and business. Learn more at msj.edu slash msol. The Wishbone Tavern has moved. They're now just yards behind their old location into the Dahai Plaza. But only the location has changed. The Wishbone Tavern is still serving the best burgers and wings in town and offer a family-style atmosphere that's relaxing to everyone. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and great wings, your mouth will water from the time you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern, a proud member of the community, open every day at 11 o'clock, now in the Dahai Plaza. Back at Marietta, I'm Dave Mitchell, 63-55, Wittenberg on top of it by seven. And the Lions just have gone cold here in this second half of play. They're shooting just 20 of 47 from the field to 43%. Wittenberg, 24 of 46 for 53%. Just one shot differentiating each team. But four made field goals, four more by Wittenberg, and that's your seven-point advantage right there. Five and a half minutes left to go, and Wittenberg, after that timeout by Toby Kerrigan, gets the basketball, and they'll bring it from left to right across your computer screen. Little half-court trap shown by the Lions, and up the floor it goes to Sloniker. Sloniker puts up the shot, and he's going to be fouled from behind by Edwards. Edwards with his third personal. Lions, a long time ago, went over the limit, and Sloniker will go to the line shooting two. He has got eight points here today, but this is his first trip to the stripe with 5.18 remaining in the game. Sloniker, line right. He underhands it like Rick Barry. Well, I haven't seen that since 1976 when Rick Barry did it for Golden State. And he underhands it and puts it up and in. Surprised more people don't do that. Now he spins it and underhands it again. And he hit the front iron with that one. No good in the rebound. Taken down by Henry. Henry will bring it up on the left-hand side. Goes to Mislowski. Back to Henry. Left wing. Henry looking underneath. Trying to get the ball to Edwards. Can't find him open. Now back to Mislowski between the circles. Off to Edwards. Top side. Edwards, one dribble. Hands it off to Getz. He'll drive the lane. Put it up from 15. Got it. Getz with 14 in the ball game. And it's 64-58. A six-point Wittenberg lead. And here come the Lions. Tigers with the basketball. Pumroy against the 1-3-1 half-court trap. Now gets it off to Balzer. Back out front in the front court to Pumroy. Top of the key, Roy. Right wing, it goes to Balzer. Now Balzer walked with it. Balzer with it on the left wing. He's going to shoot the long three. Hit the front iron. No. And the rebound comes down to Cameron Stewart. Stewart clears it off up the floor into the front court to Guess. Four and a half minutes to go in the ballgame. Gets with a crossover dribble, drives the right of the lane, puts up a floater on the run, hit the back iron, no, and the rebound comes out front to Pumroy. Pumroy will lead the break, two on one, knocked away from behind. Stewart had it, he was grabbed by Balzer, going to get the basketball, and no call, and it goes out of bounds, and of course, last touch by Stewart, and it will stay with Wittenberg. Seipel will come in, and Sloniker will leave. 64-58. Six-point Wittenberg lead, 4.19 to go in the ballgame. 25 on the shot clock. 
Roy with the top of the circle to Pumroy. Top side. On the right wing, it goes now to Balzer. Right baseline to Roy. Turnaround shot from 12. No good. Rebound loose on the floor. Picked up by Henry. Henry will bring it up from right to left for the Lions on the break. Up to the right side. Henry with a right-hand dribble. Crossover. Around to the top of the key. Inside the arc to the free throw line. Knocked free. Boy, he got hammered again. And he gave up the ball. Up the floor it goes. Disciple laid it up and in. Disciple with 11. And it's 66-58, an eight-point Wittenberg lead again. 3.45 to go in the ballgame. Henry top side on the right side to Edwards. Top of the key, Henry. Henry looks for a pick from Edwards. Now dribbles on the left-hand side. Away from the pick. Back to Edwards top side. Now around a pick by Edwards. On the right wing, Stewart for three. Right wing, got it! Cameron Stewart. His first three of the ballgame, 66-61. Lions down by five. 3.20 to go in the ballgame. With it is Balzer. Around a pick by Roy on the right side. Outside the arc. Lob pass underneath that goes to Seipel. Put it up. Partially blocked by Getz. And the official's going to call a foul underneath. Getz is going to get hit with a foul. That is his second. 66-61 and Seipel will go line right. He's got 11 and this is his first trip to the stripe and he'll shoot too. And let's see if he does like Sloniker does and shoot them underhanded. He's left-handed, and he will not. He will shoot it conventionally. Put it up in there. Second game. with 12. Finley back into the ballgame. Henry will sit. Finley checking in with those four personals. Keep that in mind. 67-61 Wittenberg. 3.13 to go in the ballgame. Second one is off the back iron. Won't go. And the rebound taken down by Mislowski. He'll clear it up the floor to Stewart into the front court up the left-hand side. Stewart around a pick set by Edwards to the free-throw line. Back to Mislowski. Outside to Finley. Finley with it. Goes up top of the key to Edwards. Hands it off to Finley. Look for the three. Around a pick by Edwards. Left wing Mislowski for the three. Got it! Timeout taken by the Lions. Mislowski has got eight. Timeout Lions. 2.54 left to go in the ballgame. Your score. Lions are within three. It's 67-64. Whitford. Family owned and operated, Casa de Sassi is built on timeless principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Your trust is vitally important, which is why Casa de Sassi takes care of you like part of their family. With timeless values, their products are made to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. They offer granite, ledgestone, limestone, and more. Providing a quality product is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek. Call now, 330-830-9760. Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts, located on Cincinnati's west side, serving the tri-state area for 19 years. Cincinnati's one-stop shop for Christian books, gifts, art, music, and much more. Special orders are welcome. Find a new Bible in any version. Find books on devotionals, comfort and grief, prayer, marriage, and inspiration. Praise and worship music with instrumentals, greeting cards, jewelry, even clothing. Enhance your walk with the Lord with Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts on 4002 Harrison Avenue in Cincinnati. Open Tuesday through Saturday, closed Sunday and Monday. 67-64, Toby Kerrigan using his third timeout, so he'll be left with one. Wittenberg has got three timeouts remaining. 2.54 remaining to go in the ballgame. Turnovers? Well, you would think there would be a bigger disparity, but there is not. Wittenberg has committed 13 in the ballgame compared to 12 for the Lions. Mislowski out on the floor with Finley, Getz, 
Stewart, and Edwards. Now for Wittenberg, they've got Morgan out on the floor with Bertems, Balzer, Pumroy, three guards out on the floor for Wittenberg and Roy. Actually, you might even be able to call Morgan a guard. They might be going four guards and one big man. Full court pressure now, man-to-man style, put on by the Lions as Justin Ray, the assistant coach for the Lions, over to the scorer's table, and they're checking things out, make sure everything's going along with Ricky J. Post is over there also. Now they get everything straightened out. Morgan's going to put it in play on the back baseline. He'll run the baseline. Bounce pass, it goes to Bertens. He's double-teamed. Back over to Morgan. Morgan has got an open lane into the front court. Now he's going to be double-teamed near the timeline. Gets it across the timeline, and now brings it over on the right-hand side, and it goes to Pomeroy back out front to Bertens. Bertens with 15 on the shot clock. They were able to waste about 12 seconds off the shot clock with that pressure. On the right side, Bertens is going to drive the lane, lay it up and in, and a foul will be called on Mislowski. Boy, that's his fourth personal. And going line right will be Bertens. He has got 10 in the ball game. He's two for two from the line, and it gives the Tigers... A five-point lead at 69-64. 2.32 remaining, and Bertems missed the free throw. Rebound, Mislowski. So it stays a five-point Tiger lead. Into the front court. Gets 69-64, Wittenberg. Gets top of the circle. Got the ball knocked free. He'll go back and pick it up near the timeline. Off now to Finley. Finley's playing with four fouls. And so is Mislowski. Top of the key, Finley. Off to Mislowski for the three. Top side, got it! Mislowski with 11 points in the ballgame, and it's a two-point Wittenberg lead, 69-67. Two minutes to go in the ballgame. Into the front court will be Pumroy, guarded by Stewart. Stewart, the freshman, getting a lot of playing time down the stretch here for the Lions. Gets it off to Bertems for Wittenberg. Bertems, top of the circle. Crossover dribble to the right side, to the right elbow. Out front, Pumroy. Pumroy, now almost knocked free by Stewart, but Pumroy had it. Bobs a pass underneath to Roy. Roy right baseline, kicks it out to Balzer. Six on the shot clock. Out front, Pumroy. Pump freak. Now back out to Balzer. Top of the key, long three. Got it. Boy, Balzer, they use all 30 seconds on the shot clock. Balzer's got 10. And that's a heartbreaker. 72-67. Gets the other way. He'll lay it up with the left hand. Good. Gets with 16 to lead the way for the Lions. A minute 15 to go in the ballgame. 72-69. Wittenberg with the lead in the ball. And Balzer will bring it across the timeline. Double teamed. Almost walked with it on the right side. Pumroy goes cross court to the left hand side to Bertems. Now back out front. Balzer. Balzer gets into the free throw line to Roy for the free throw line jumper. Rattled it home. Roy with 16 in the ball game. Again, a five-point lead for the Tigers. We're under a minute. 53 seconds left to go in the ball game. Finley, left wing Mislowski for three. That one's off the back iron. No good. And the rebound comes down to Pumroy. Pumroy with the ball, and the Tigers have a five-point lead. 40 seconds to go in the ball game. Bertems, top of the key, goes back outside to Balzer. Toby Kerrigan says we got a foul, but Mislowski, who's got four, is left all alone, and he's going to have to foul, and that'll do it for him. Connor's going to foul out of the ball game with 11 points. Three three-pointers, two of three from the line, but he was left with no alternative but to foul and send Bertems to the line down by five with 31.6 seconds to go. Now Mano will come back into the ball game with four points. 
as he takes the place of Mislowski, who fouls out. And Bertems goes line right, puts it up and in. He's got 11. Three for four from the line. Now Pumroy, who's off the line, goes back up and gets on the lane. And Bertems drills the second one. He's got 12. Good balance scoring today by Wittenberg. And the shows on the scoreboard, they lead it by 7, 76-69. Gets with it. Off to Minot. Now to Finley. Finley top of the circle between the legs. Dribble. 20 seconds to go in the ballgame. Drives in against Roy. Lays it up. No. Roy grabs the rebound. And that should just about do it. And a foul, I think, is going to be called out of frustration on Finley. And Finley will foul out of the ballgame. So Finley fouls out of the ballgame with seven points here this afternoon. He was two for four from the line and had one free throw. Just three points here in the second half. But he's played most of the second half in foul trouble. Roy will go line right with a seven-point lead. Makes it eight. He's got 17 in the ballgame. And... He had six in the first half and 11 here in the second half. Misses that free throw. 77-69, Witt into the front court comes Getch for the Lions. He'll shoot the long three right wing. Nope. Rebound tipped up and in by Henry. Timeout goes to Mount St. Joseph. Henry with 10 in the ball game off the offensive rebound. And it will just be a substitution timeout for the Lions, and that'll be their last one. Eight and a half seconds left to go in the ballgame. 77-71. We'll go over the stat story for this afternoon's ballgame. Coming up on our postgame show. Putting in a play. Morgan, and it will be inbounded to Roy, and he'll be fouled on the play by Minot. Minot with his third personal. 7.4 seconds to go in the ballgame. Wittenberg's going to come away with their first victory of the year. While the Lions will fall in game number one and play tomorrow afternoon around 5.30. Roy hits that free throw. He's got 18. Makes it 78-71. Second one by Roy, and that one's up no good off the back iron. Hit the front iron and bounced off. Rebound Edwards. Edwards. Gets it up the floor to Getz. On the right side, Mano for the long three. Drilled it at the buzzer. And that will do it. Mano with seven. Your final score here this afternoon. Wittenberg, 78. Mount St. Joseph, 74. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with the stat story for this afternoon's ballgame when we return right after this timeout. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mount School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.com. If you like great food at a great price and great company, JTAP Sports Bar and Grill on Glenway is the place. The official home for Mount St. Joseph Lions football before and after every game. Pete and his staff provide fast and attentive service with the food and their excellent craft beer selection with 20 different names on tap. On Sundays, JTAP has the NFL Sunday ticket. 
with a different game on each screen. Monday is wing night, Tuesday is boneless night, and Wednesday is gyro night. Open at 11 a.m. every day at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill on 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Your home for Mount St. Joe Lions football. Well, the story not so good this afternoon for the Mount St. Joseph Lions in the opening game of their 2017-18 basketball season as they fall to the Wittenberg Tigers by a final score of 42-41. to Wittenberg got off on the ball game by scoring the first six points. Lions pulled within five at 6-5, to but they were down at the half 36-33, and then they were outscored in the second half 42-41 for that final four-point margin here this afternoon. The Lions led in the ballgame by Adam Getz with 16 points. Jordan Henry had 10, and Connor Mislowski had 11. Now the next ballgame for the Lions will be tomorrow afternoon at 5.30 as they will take on Dickinson. We'll have that game for you here on UltimateSportsTalk.com beginning around 5 o'clock with the pregame show, depending upon how the first two games tomorrow go. Wittenberg, they go to 1-0, and they will play tomorrow in the 1 o'clock game and that will be against Birmingham Southern, who's getting ready to take on St. John Fisher in the second game this afternoon, and that game's going to tip off here in just about 25 minutes. We'll be back to take a look at the team stats and sign off from this afternoon. We'll do that after this final timeout. Saturday evening, the Great Lakes Invitational continues from Marietta College. Tomorrow, the Mount St. Joseph Lions take to the floor to face off with Dickinson. The Red Devils were 16-11 and one year ago, losing in the championship game of the Cardinal Conference. This is Dave Mitchell. These two teams are facing off for the first time, and you can join me Saturday as we bring you all the action on UltimateSportsTalk.com. The tip-off is scheduled for 5.30 from the Van Johnson Arena. Pre-game begins at 5.00. Mount St. Joseph plays Dickinson at 5.30 Saturday, and you can catch all the action on UltimateSportsTalk.com. And the shot drops. Exclusive access. Premium tickets. Travel and hospitality. All from one source. Take your experience to VIP level with the NCAA experience. The 2018 NCAA Final Four. It's the three. March 31st and April 2nd at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP today. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. 78-74, your final score here this afternoon. Wittenberg wins game number one of the 2017-18 basketball season. Let's take a look at the individual stats for this afternoon's ball game, starting out with the Mount St. Joseph Lions. They were led in scoring this afternoon by Adam Getz. He ended up with 19 points in the ball game, 8 of 17 from the field, 2 of 4 from three-point range, 1 of 1 from the free throw line. And he grabbed three rebounds in the ball game for a total of 19 points. 10 points going to... Jordan Henry. Henry in the ballgame, 3 of 6 in 24 minutes from the field. 0 of 3 from three-point range. 4 of 4 from the line before he 
committed his second personal foul. And he had 10 points in the ballgame. Tyler Mino in the contest in 20 minutes. He had 10 points, 4 of 6 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3-point range. He also grabbed 6 rebounds, one of them offensive, and had 2 assists in the contest. Connor Mislowski off the bench in 22 minutes was 3 of 9 from the field, 3 of 9 from 3-point range. He was 2 of 3 from the free-throw line, grabbed 5 rebounds for a total of 11 points before he fouled out of the ballgame. Eric Edwards had six points in the ballgame, three of nine from the field. Did not take a three-pointer. He had seven rebounds, but he battled all afternoon with the bigger Chad Roy in the ballgame, and he ended up with ten points in the ballgame. Finley in the contest was 25 minutes, three of six from the field, one of one from three-point range, two of four from the line. He ended up with nine points in the contest. And Cameron Stewart got playing time. 15 minutes today. He was one of two from the field. One of one from three-point range. He did not go to the line. Grabbed a couple of rebounds. One of them offensive. Had no assists in the ball game. And he had three points. And playing today, Liam Rabe. Rabe was 0 of 1 from the field. That was a three-pointer. Did not go to the line. Had a couple of rebounds. One offensive. Committed one personal foul. And he had three points in the ball game. Off the bench, Jake Cropper had six points. He was 2 of 2 from three-point range. 0 of 1 from the line. He had one assist and no personal fouls in the ball game. Cropper ended up with six points in the contest. As far as the team was concerned, the Lions were 27 of 58 from the field for 46.6%. They were 11 of 25 from three-point range for 44%. They hit 9 of 13 free throws for 69% and grabbed 31 rebounds as a team in the ballgame. They also committed in the contest 12 turnovers compared to 13 for Wittenberg here this afternoon. As far as Wittenberg is concerned, just taking a look at their leading scorers here today, they were led by Chad Roy. He had 18 points in the ballgame. Along with Seipel, he had 12. Bertems had 12 in the ballgame. Balls are 10. So they had four players in double figures. And Sloniker ended up with nine points. Pumroy with eight. Two points going to Martin, five points going to Mark Morgan, and two points going to Johnson. And Johnson, the recruit from Roger Bacon, had just dawned on me. He didn't play at all in the second half. So he did not play at all in the second half. And he did start the ball game, but didn't play at all. And, oh, he, had, he was out of the ball game. We're now told Blake Watson, the SID, out of, he was out of the game with a concussion. So that's why he did not play in the second half. So your final score here today, 78-74. Now tomorrow, depending upon how the first two ball games go, I'm going to say that the tip-off is going to be around 5.30, probably a little bit later than that, but we'll be on the air sometime around 5.30 with the game tomorrow here from Marietta against Dickinson. Wittenberg's going to play at 1 o'clock tomorrow. That game is for sure. That'll get underway against Birmingham Southern. Birmingham Southern is playing the second game here this afternoon, and they're taking on St. John Fisher. Then later on today at 6 o'clock, St. Thomas will play Dickinson, and Marietta's playing Hope tonight at 8 o'clock. That's going to do it from here. Our thanks to Mount St. Joseph University President Dr. Williams for giving us permission to do these ball games. Athletic Director Steve Radcliffe, Sports Information Director Blake Edwards. 
and of course the coaches for this afternoon's ball game. Toby Kerrigan and Matt Croce, our thanks to all of the people at Wittenberg that helped us out, and especially the people here at Marietta for helping us out here this afternoon. To all of our sponsors, to Greg Mitchell for producing this afternoon's program, but most of all, our thanks to you. Go out for listening here today. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you the final score from Marietta in the opening game of the season. It was Wittenberg 78, Mount St. Joseph 74. Until tomorrow, I'm Dave Mitchell. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Mount St. Joseph University Basketball. This game has been brought to you by the Inner Blessings Christian Bookstore at 4002 Harrison Avenue. Murphy's Promotions, call 330-464-1970. The Mount St. Joseph University. The Wishbone on Delhi Avenue. Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, Ohio. Call 330-830-9760. And by JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Join us next time for Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports. This has been an ultimate Lions Sports. This has been an ultimate